everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. You can wish in one hand and shit in the other and see what one fills up first. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. (laughs) Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? I ran out of breath. Uh, Good, dude. I mean, a little exhausted, because we've been talking for about four hours. About? Yeah. About biz. Yeah. Business. Business, how, how I have not been doing anything this week and all the things. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am drinking a grim blended mixed culture dark sour ale. Mm. Like that combination of words just really excited me. I know yeah. grim does good stuff mm-hmm. and, and it's good. You like them sours, huh? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm kind of I had this like porter kick for a while, but lately sours they're tickling me. Yeah. I and mean, that's kind of what they do, right? <laughs> Depends how you drink it. Yeah. <laughs> you drink it through your anus. I, I imagine. <laughs> that's right. It tickles. Yeah. Um, Don't give away all my secrets. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep one of myself. I am drinking my own beer today. Um, so my I first guess would be brunch. Uh, no. So this is, um, so I, it is a brunch. I, I try to make brunch, but it is, it is. I'm calling it um, high fiving a million angels. Wow, right. It's a it's a New England style IPA, all citra hops. Um, it's very very friggin' drinkable and tasty. One of the best beers I've ever made. Mm. Yeah. It might also be worth mentioning that um, we are both super cool because yep. we're doing this standing up. Oh, you're standing with our standing desks. Yeah, oh. join the club. Yeah, it's a, it's a very it, satisfying noise when it goes. Eh. So, in my experience, owning I've owned a standing desk for like one of those automatic ones that go up and down. Mm. I've owned one for one year. You will spend about one sixteenth of the time standing up, and that's <laughs> a maybe one thirty second of the time standing up. You know, I, I've been standing up more, and I maybe because I just got the desk. Um, I, I really enjoy it, and I find myself more productive, like, energetic. I don't ah, know. Like I tend okay. to get into slouching, and my back hmm. starts to hurt. See, I don't have that problem. The only reason that I started standing more in this past year is because I bought an Apple Watch, and it tells me to stand. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just press the button and stand then. It's just say, like, then yo, slug, up, stand. Then sometimes I end up standing too long, and it's like, you should stand. I'm like, I am standing, motherfucker. I, <laughs> come on. Be smarter. Anyway. Um, today's catchphrase. You can wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. Very common phrase. I probably use it once a week. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Uh, is brought to you by at nothing underscore breader. And on Twitter's dad? What the fuck is well, that? Well, it's it's from his dad. So, oh, his dad says that. So I want to attribute him and his okay. dad because, his dad. you know. Got it. It's some honorable right. shit attributing his yeah. dad. Yeah. We are going to talk about money advice we would give our younger selves. Oh, so many things I would tell myself to do and not to do. When what what year in your life are you picturing your younger self right now for this particular episode? So I'm thinking of myself like a year or two into working for an actual company. So this is after college. So after college, I mean, okay. before college, I was just a, a baby who, I don't know, 
Like yeah. played a lot of video games. I actually had to like, yeah. do shit. I, I I never even considered money or working until I was thrust into the real world. All right. Yeah, I have a different experience. I was thrusted into the working world at 13 years old. So I. Mm. Okay. I had a job when I was 16. I had a job through, you know, fair amount of I, college and stuff. Okay. And, but but I guess I didn't take it so seriously. Like I didn't have to pay rent really. Oh. You right. know, I didn't. I, I fed myself, but it was with like Tyson chicken and a yeah. frozen. You know, I, I lived a different life. Was it part time or was it full time? Um, which? The, the jobs that you're talking about. Oh, because um, you had college. They, 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 had they were part time. Yeah, so was, mine was always full besides uh, when I was okay. in high school. So I didn't go to college. So I always had a full time job. I probably never had a full time job until I graduated. And it was mm. maybe a, a testament to my level of hustling. What about in the summers? Did you work full time in the summers? Yeah, I worked full time okay. in the summer. But I mean, like, yeah. it's part time over the year. Dude, yeah. no one cleans a movie theater like I do. Okay. And and I mean, if there are dollars <laughs> or this quarters. Day, <laughs> that's I'm still right. cleaning theaters better than anyone else. I mean, what? dude, I had the schedule printed out in my hand. I got there early <laughs> and all the loose change was cleaned up. What'd you do with it? Did you invest it? Put it in my pocket. Um, and I probably bought chicken Put tenders it with in it. My all right. Cool. I mean, I am picturing myself at a ripe 17 years of age, 17, 18 years old, because hmm. that's technically when I started my career. Oh, OK. I so, didn't go to college again. Not to so brag. Proportionally, <laughs> <laughs> so proportionally, being you're, you're a little older than me, and you're starting your journey. A little. I mean, like a couple months. Right? So, so you're significantly older than me, <laughs> and uh, you're starting this earlier, so you should have like more advice yeah. to give yourself right I, I do i as a as a as an old man <laughs> uh i have uh years and w- years of wisdom that i didn't want to say up. you were an old man i'm just no really glad uh, that you, you called uh, yourself yeah yeah <laughs> yeah lay it on me give me give me a lesson patience my friend patience is a virtue i know that's like freaking of course old man that's what you would say to like a child patience but i got this advice from my dad uh, especially when I was doing business and trying to grow myself and make more money and save and just, I was just, I pushed, I am always been a pusher. I've always been somebody who's very, been, I've been very driven. Mm. Um, in the last few years, I've sort of slowed down a bit and yet things still continue to grow, especially when I just pay attention to the things that are important and not necessarily to everything and trying to push the whole cart forward and it's just like i feel like you're patronizing me because it's like the last four (laughs) hours of our chat (laughs) (laughs) driving it home yeah i mean my dad i remember uh he just said had he just had to eat an elephant Mm. and i was like one bite in one fell swoop you (laughs) eat the whole fucking elephant and he's like no one bite at a time i'm like why would you eat an elephant in the first place their meat is tough (laughs) And then I your assume. dad was like, I hate kids. And then he threw I like hate a kids. Why did I have you? <laughs> Horrible. You're paying I too like much that. attention to the elephant of the story. <laughs> it, it's hard to uh, embody that when you're in the shit. Yes. I, I've only kept one um, uh, fortune from a fortune cookie. And oh. it says, now is the time to be patient. And I keep it on my desk because. Wow. 
I, th- I think you know me as an extremely impatient person. Oh, I am too. I am a- incredibly impatient, especially like being an already impatient person and then growing up in this like high demand instant gratification culture. It's mm. like, oh my God, if the if the Netflix thing spins for like a second too long, I'm like, fuck Netflix. <laughs> let's watch Hulu. Let's get it. I don't even want to watch that show anyway. It's stupid. Like, like, I mean, if, if it starts to spin, we're already speed dialing Verizon. Yo, what's up with yeah. our internet? Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do that same thing. We need but a refund. Take, yeah, I call up Comcast. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, Mr. Comcast? Huh? Why is my internet so slow? They're like, sir, did you reset your router? You're like, I know what I'm doing. I don't have to reset yeah. my router, but I'll do yeah. it anyways. And you reset. I, you're like, that, that fixed it. I'm the, <laughs> so I'm the dick that calls up and says like, and before you know, I do websites for a living, so I know how the internet works. I'm in the business. I'm in the. Do you know me? I'm in the business. So capital I internet. I I have one that I think is like related to kind of like jam in. Um, okay. Yeah, jam it. So progress I've found is painfully slow, and I try yeah. and just beat into my head. Just improve 1% a day. You know, like people want to like move a mountain, do all this work. It's like, no, I need to do like two, maybe three things in a day and just slow march towards my goals. It's very similar to the elephant thing, Mm. I think. It's just like, yeah, just take it one step at a time. Improve 1% a day. And what does that mean? I mean, that's like a personal, like a personal thing. Does that, does that have any relation to money at all? I think, I mean, yeah. So I think it's like, say, it's like when you, like, I've always been the type of person who wanted to save money by like waiting for the lump sum to come in mm. or waiting for the lump sum to build up and then transfer it to a bank account yeah. or like transfer it to something or like, I want to, I don't want to start like, God, the most like, disappointing thing is you, you want to like, acquire $1,200 and invest it immediately, not take a hundred dollars a month over the course yes. of a year. It, exactly. It's like when you see, remember we used to have those like five gallon water jugs filled with nickels and coins and pennies yeah. and shit. It's like when you first start that, that is the most disappointing <laughs> scene ever. Yeah. And so like, but you have to start somewhere and you have to be consistent and you have to do it little tiny bits at a time. So yes, it is super slow but then before you know it, you got a bunch of money in your account. I mean, look, I when we started the show, how many years ago? Five years ago. Mm. I had nothing. I had no savings, no investments at all. I was and taking now notes I have, this morning when I was walking, and on my notes, I my note about you is Matt was destitute. <laughs> Matt was, is that a word? Destitute? I looked up destitute because I, I figured if I was gonna say it, I didn't want to so, yeah, be well like, right. It means you didn't have you didn't have means for essentially anything. Sounds like an awful fart. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure that you had those as well. I hung out with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm drinking beer right now. <laughs> it's bound to happen. But yeah, uh, it, I, 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 yeah, it was. I mean, I had nothing. I, I and now, five years like later, that. I have something. I have a lot. And it's not because I all of a sudden got a fucking lottery payout. Mm. It's just like every, I put $100 a month. I started with $100 a month into Betterment. And that's like pretty much, you know, it's funny. You sent me this article on this guy who um, he's like, I don't know if he's the first one. Obviously, Warren Buffett did it, but it's this normal guy. He's like 79. He's an optometrist. Optometrist. In Florida. 
right? Like, I mean, only old people are going to get their eyes checked in Florida. And so mm-hmm. whatever. Anyways, he uh, he's like 79 and he has $2.3 billion and mm-hmm. he got it just from like investing everything extra he had. And now yeah. that he's 79, it just compounded to a monstrously large number. Yeah. And that's a testament to patience. And he did nothing a, impressive. He just saved. He wears a pretty impressive red fedora. Yes. In everything, every photo he's ever taken. That is true. But we'll, there's an entire article in Forbes that you can read about this dude. We'll put the link in the show notes if yeah. for no other reason than to enjoy the fedora. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's glorious. It's a glorious photo. But yeah, um, those two things, I think for both of us, it's just one step at a time. Patience is a virtue. Progress is slow. Just do one thing at a time. And on that note, one of my things was uh, pay yourself 10% or pay yourself first, Mm. really. Because I never did that. I always thought I was doing that. If you, if, if, you know, I remember I spent, I spent so much fucking money, (laughs) but like if my dad said to me, well, you better pay yourself first. I'm like, I did. I just bought this sweet new bike. It's <laughs> awesome. I paid it. I paid for it myself. I'm riding it all the way to the bank to take yeah. cash out. To buy more. <laughs> to buy cap guns, dad. Cap guns. And that is not the same thing as pay yourself first. Mm. I read, you know, I've talked about this before. Read that book, that fable, fable-y book, The Richest Man in Babylon, mm. which is basically that concept of like, you get a paycheck you take 10% of that paycheck, you put it away, and you do not touch it. And that is technically paying yourself first, and then the rest of it. So imagine you get paid 90% of your paycheck, which already sucks because if you're looking at your paycheck, <laughs> you, you see all the taxes and the and the health care and all the shit t- being taken out of it, it's already disheartening, but minus that by 10%, and that's your real paycheck. Yeah. But then I never did that, but I should have been doing that since I had a job at 13 years old, you know, you know how much money I would have right now if I literally did that with like, consistently with every check. And I've been working nonstop mm. since I was 13 years old. You you would so have I'm, a lot, dude. I would have I a mean, lot. Look, if you just took 10% out after 10 paychecks, you'd have a full paycheck in your bank account. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I would own Boulder. Yeah, you would. Do you think money changed you? Yeah. In a good way or a bad way? Definitely made me taller. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, well, because you were stuffing dollar bills in your shoe, and it just naturally gave you a lift. <laughs> that's right. Um, well, well, if it wasn't for it and talking about it, I wouldn't be at my mm-hmm. standing desk at home right now. There you go. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a really careful balance between letting it be all-consuming and not letting it be on your mind at all. Like if if do you, you think, don't have it on your yeah. mind, you mm-hmm. kind of just spend like, right. Laura, do you think money, you think, you think, do you think money turns people into a dick? No, I, I actually think, I think money takes the person's personality and makes it an even ant. more true and acute. So if you were a jerk and then you had a million dollars, now you're just, a rich a jerk. million dollar jerk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> rich jerk. I, I had this conversation the other day with a friend and I said, uh, I said, money didn't change me it, in the way that like, I'm not stupid with it because I started smart with nothing mm. and then grew it. And I slowly grew into money and was, and allowed it to 
it didn't change me overnight. So like a lot of people who are shitty with money or are dickheads and then they get a bunch of money very quickly, it amplifies their dickheadishness mm. and their and their spending habits and all those things. But if you acquire it slowly over time and you're responsible about it from day one, or even if you find out in the middle of it, you're, you want to be responsible or you just whatever, I think you kind of gradually grow with it. It's sort of like, maybe this analogy doesn't make any sense, but you know how like if you start losing weight and like the people around you don't notice, mm. but you haven't seen that friend for years and they're like, dude, you lost a ton of weight. I'm like, thank you. Finally, somebody, no one else. Noticed. We should hang out it's more. Yeah, well, it's because they're there. They're they're there with you, mm. you know. So they don't see the dramatic transformation. It's just it's just kind of like gradual, which kind of goes back to that you know patience thing. Anyway, <laughs> did you just go? Um, no, I think or, I think you went. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna anyways cut the line then. Um, so something that was really confusing until I really. I, I think like self-assign myself as an investor uh, is that <clears throat> price is what you pay and value is what you get. And so mm. like I bought, you know, this like this desk for what X or, you know, I paid this much to have someone mow the lawn, you know, and that's the price, but the value you get could be different. So for example, we spend quite a lot of money on our business, but we have a yeah. pretty tight understanding of the return that these investments that we make generate. And the same thing with rental properties. And mm -hmm. so we look for value there and it, like the, the actual number, the price is not as important as what we can abstract, extract from it. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I still struggle with that. I think it's like it's easy to say because mm. it's price is still price. <laughs> you know, there's prices. Sometimes price is a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean. And 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 like and there's a lot of things that price can outweigh the value. What do you mean? But well, I mean, uh, fucking Lambo. <laughs> I don't know how much actual value you're getting out of out of out of a Lambo. Like it gets you from point A to point B. Sure, the value so is your a, ego, and that is priceless. I, I, I guess so. I guess <laughs> at, so. at least the the value of a Lambo. But what is that? How does it translate to advice you'd give your younger self? What does that What does that look like in action? So, <clears throat> so like um, rent, for example. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. And uh, when I first got my apartment. Um, I lived with a bunch of other people, three yeah. actually. And then I got, I got my but th like you plus three, so four. Me, yeah, I mean it was four people in there in a house. Okay, yeah. Um, and then I eventually moved in by myself with my own place, and it was great. But I am the type of person that literally is just within the vicinity of the computer at all times, and I'm not mm -hmm. cooking for myself. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, so I, I, I like. I leveled up my um, things that I had and, and adultness, but I essentially like four X to my costs for like no real value to me. Ah, so mine's the opposite. Hmm. So I value, I'm home all of the time, even when I was working and, you know, I had a job and friends and all that shit. Like, uh, not that I don't have those things now, but like I was home. I loved being home. I loved it. 
that to me, I would spare no expense when it comes to homes, in my opinion. Like I pay a pretty high amount for my for the house that I live in now and, or renting. And that's why your your place is still underwater. <laughs> spare exactly. no true. expense. <laughs> that's true. But I mean we're renting now and and so it is but I'm I am here like 80% of my time I'm here mm. and I I value that. So the price went up but I got a lot of value from it. Other people don't see that same thing. I guess it's the same thing that but, about cars. But okay, right? so let's let's take that example. So this is the second apartment that Laura and I have owned, and we sold the first one to get this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we try and find like the shittiest place in the nicest area, or the place yeah. that like we can after we leave. Like, oh, if we just did this, this, and this, it'd be like yeah. balling. And so this way we could pay so much less, and like uh, like get more as a result Mm -hmm. essentially yeah that's yes i see that and appreciate that and i plan on doing that but i also i want it i want it now Mm. (laughs) because i value it so much i could give a fuck about my clothes my car like all of those things my toothbrush i don't care as long as i have a, a nice place to live that it's comfortable and quiet and all those things but that's just me. Fair, fair. It's just me. Um, if I had to give advice to my younger self, it would be fuck college. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I kid, but I also kind of don't. Well, you don't really have the, the experience of going through. You found success without it. Well, I went to college two weeks twice. Okay. Community college. <laughs> Fine. I mean, hey, I tried. It was just an extension of high school, and I just didn't want to. Mm. And I had a job. Like, I was working full time. So, I, you know, at the time, I kind of regretted it. But now I'm like, God, I'm so glad you I didn't do that. worked harder than most people have had to work, per- perhaps to overcome that. Per, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we could give all the reasons, but I think that your hard work made that not such a relevant thing to you. Um, But you also got a late start and you mm -hmm. maybe made some mistakes. Like I I view, granted college gets you a job or whatever, but I view it as teaching me how to learn. I don't know that I really was good at that until after college. So that's it. So I wasn't good at it in high school. I wasn't good at it in college. I wasn't good at it until... I actually started my own business and then I got really good at learning. You had to. And I love learning. Mm. Yeah. But I, I sucked at it. I think if I went back to college now, I'd fucking crush it, dude. Mm. I would be so good at it. <laughs> I would be good at taking notes. I would be on time. I would be. Because you know I'd how. Yeah. Schedule. You know how to learn. You know what it, it looks like. Do it. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. I know how to please the teachers. I know how to do it. I uh, wouldn't want to, but. I could because mm. I, I don't see the value in it. I just like, oh, wait, am I going to spend? I mean, look, I I get that. I'm not I don't really mean to fuck college because truthfully, there are there are absolutely professions where you need to go to an institution to learn those skills. I'll, Lawyers, doctors, I'll tell you whatever what. it is. It is this word that we have that that obviously represents college and the building and all that stuff. But <clears throat> I think we're moving more and more towards uh focus shorter term focused education and you know boot yeah. camps are an example where there are people that i know 
that make well over six figures that essentially went to a three month boot camp, got their yeah. ass kicked, worked hard than they ever have in their life, and came mm-hmm. out and multiplied their salary as a result. Yeah, it's like on demand learning in a way. Yeah, and so this way, like you're not learning Irish poetry. I I learned that in college. It was great. Did you? Yes, it was. I mean, it was interesting, but I didn't sure. really care. I just want to graduate. Yeah, you want a credit. Yeah, and it's I because I didn't really care that much. It its effect on my life hasn't been meaningful. Yeah. Well, that's the that's what sucks about college in general is that sometimes you just need credits and you will do whatever, and you pay for those whatevers. Mm. And they're nothing. They're just, they're just, they, they bring you no, you know, long term value whatsoever. It buys you one more semester of drinking with your friends before you have to figure out what to do with your life. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, it's like, I am so torn. I hate shitting on college as an experience. So many people go through it and value it. And, I, and it is, what I it enjoyed is. it, but I squandered quite a bit of the time. Sure. And I think it's just, you're young. What do you like? You're young. I was young. I was young, dumb. Young and dumb. So what's the lesson in fuck college? Or is that just like a bold See, statement so, that so you for, wanted to say? Well, so everyone... because I, <laughs> it was, it was a little bit of a clickbaity thing, but I, I would have my, the advice I'm giving myself is like, don't even bother. You are not that you are not built for this. I tried twice and I spent money, my dad's money, you know, skipping, I skipped college you know, like I, I like I would actively wake up in the morning and pretend to go to nothing. Mm. So like that was just time wasted when I could have been developing a skill mm. or working more hours or to you know to save money. So like, all of those things. It's like patience, don't but fail quickly. Fail. I I did uh, in my defense. I failed in a week, two weeks. <laughs> uh, but it was like just don't even bother. This isn't, this isn't for you. And obviously this is hypothetical. Like I, I know this in hindsight, mm. right. But, and I, I, but I'm telling you, like if I'm traveling back in time and I see myself at like 17 years old, like about to graduate high school, I'd be like, don't go to college. You're, you don't go anyway. Mm. You end up <laughs> not going and you, and you turn out. Okay. So, so that's more of like your back to future yeah. type advice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to go back in the future and you, try you to fuck peel my mom, up in the DeLorean, you know. pop the door open, <laughs> don't go to college, and you just close the door and go back to the dinosaur time. And yeah, with Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, Marty, <laughs> we got to go back to the future. I don't know what I'm doing. So, uh, w- one of the the most impactful lessons that I learned, uh-huh. um, and like literally changed my life, was um, that job security is a myth. Yeah, and uh, you, you think that the people you had a huh? Sorry, I, I interrupted. You think like the people that are amazing, like you're at work and this this person, this guy, this girl, they're just like savant level, whatever. Yeah, doesn't mean that they'll have their job tomorrow for a slew of reasons why that have nothing to do with their skill set. Right, literally, completely detached. From yeah. their personal situation, they need medicine money for their daughter. Doesn't matter. That's right. that's not a job security thing. Smartest person in the room doesn't matter. And yep. so, it, Steve Jobs. What? Look at Steve Jobs. He lost his job. <laughs> Ended up being the smartest person in the room. Yeah, he, he created another job for himself. But I, I guess he had so many jobs. Yeah, I mean, Weird. there was little Lisa Jobs. <laughs> 
Nice. You read the biography. <laughs> I, I know the computer name. You saw the Michael Fassbender doc- documentary slash movie, mm. whatever. It's just what really grinds my gears is that uh, there's a lot of lip service to diversity, but no, yeah. di- like diversification, you know, oh. of investments and stuff like that. But no one really looks at it in terms of income or people are perhaps not concerned that they like without one paycheck, their, their whole life is toast. Right. Um, it's like, it's almost like the reality won't happen. And so it's really mm-hmm. living through Lehman brothers and that stuff drove it home for me. Yeah. You certainly got the shit kicked out of you. Mm-hmm. Huh? I mean, a lot of people did in 2008. I mean, I, oh, I got let sure. go of my job, but man, whew, you were like the You were at the epicenter of that for sure. Mm. Um, let's take a break. And then when we come back, we were going to talk some more advice that we would give our younger selves. Money advice. Yeah. And regular advice. Just advice. And money advice. We'll be back. All right. Is it my turn? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rapid fire two because I think you kind of gave me shit for uh, playing the Back to the Future card. <laughs> but I feel like I thought this was the exercise in that, you know, if I could go back in time and give advice to my younger self, knowing what I know now and the life that I've lived. It's like, don't step on that butterfly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the world ends when you do that. Yeah. Now Ashton Kutcher is going to make a movie about it. God <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it. <laughs> Millions of dollars wasted. Uh, so I would tell myself to not buy real estate in 2008. Oh, well. All right. Now tell me the next one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I would teach myself the. I would give myself the advice or whatever the education to use credit cards responsibly because I spent a large part of my semi adult life rebuilding credit that I could have. I, I didn't really have to do, and it was because of a lack of education, a lack of wanting education in all things money didn't know how to write a check you know and they the argument is like oh they should have taught us this shit in high school i didn't they why don't they teach this in high school it's like okay fine they didn't but it's still Sorry. your problem that you have to deal still with. your problem yeah. right you know they don't teach rollerblading in high school but if you strap on a pair of rollerblades and try to go down your parents driveway you're gonna get a scraped knee mm. i'm sorry dad uh <laughs> So I, my parents, um, did not help me when I got my first credit card in the mail and I do not, I used to blame them. I don't anymore because I'm an adult, but I still want to, (laughs) but I, I should have known better and I should have learned. But again, I wasn't a learner back then. I was, I was, I was young and I was stupid and I think it like just, the education of credit card responsibility at a young age is so important. And I hate, I don't like the, the argument of like, Oh, credit cards are stupid. Don't even waste your time with them. You're going to don't, you're going to be in debt. doesn't matter. It's like, no, that's bad advice. That's, that's exactly the advice that my parents gave me, Mm. which was don't just no, stop it. No credit cards for you. (laughs) And it's like, Look, that's not practical in this country. Like we kind of need credit to like buy things and to prosper in this in in our current economy. And so basically 
ignoring it and, and saying it's the devil is an irresponsible way to look at credit cards. You should just, you should learn what they are, how, how to use them. And what, and the way that is, is you use them, you get value from them, whether it's in points or in bonuses or the fact that there's just money there and it's probably not going to get declined. And then you pay it off every single month. They are crazy valuable mm. and you build that credit up. And then when you go to apply for a mortgage or a car loan or, or a business loan or any of those things, it, you like, it's going to work in your favor. It's going to help you out here. So I, I just, th that is one of those areas of personal finance that I think is one of the most important is one of the most important for people who are 18 years old. It's, it's the biggest you, trap for sure. Yes. Uh, I mean, loans, tens of and billions all those of dollars things. are earned from that trap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's where, what was it? Like, well, I don't even know the stats, but there's uh, so many people in debt, credit card debt. You're spending more money than you're, than you're bringing in. And not only that, but I feel like when it was time for me to finally get out of credit card debt, I did it the right way. And I, and that way was using math and that's the debt avalanche method. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad I've done, I did it that way and not the other ways. And I've tried to teach other people, but I find it so difficult to get that through to people and how important debt reduction is for the longevity of your personal finance career. Mm. So that's what I would tell myself. So, um, Another one I would, I would tell myself is that uh, people don't fail, they give up. Um, and that you have no one to blame but yourself for it. There have been so many times and things in my life, job things, mm. relationships, projects, uh, like the, the gamut. Um, it's, it's because I've given up. And I actually attribute quite a bit of my success to uh, what I've been lovingly calling the war of attrition. Because mm -hmm. what happens is everyone else will give up. And when you don't, <laughs> you win by proxy of being the last person standing. Like it, it was fascinating. Right. I would be at work and there, there'd be like a problem that was like seemingly insurmountably hard was mm -hmm. terribly brutal to solve or whatever, just people dealing with or, or some dumb thing I did that I had to pay repercussions for. And I, I look at other people who left because of easy, fixable things or never got the promotions or whatever because you know after an hour, the problem was too hard. Their ego was yeah. too big so they couldn't apologize or own their mistakes. Yeah. Um, and then it is really easy. So when you, you know, are an asshole and you get fired to blame mm -hmm. the other person when you are yeah. the one being the, like, so if you own everything and you don't give up, I think it's just going to all work out for you. That is fucking great advice. Woo. <laughs> you win. You win this episode. Yes. I, that is, no, that is absolutely great advice. Thank you. That is something I would, I would tell myself too. It's, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I mean, even in business, so many people come and go. I've, I've watched them all come and go. Mm. I've, I've, I've gone, you know, it's like flashes a, in the pan, flashes in the pan, or just like 
they're they're you know it's like i'm the guy and this is a bad bad analogy but i'm the guy in college like van wilder and i'm just watching you know classes just come and go you mm. know like the, the up the here comes the class of 2001 and they're out okay next here's the next class of 2006 they're out it's you just stand the test of time and when you build something or do anything that's like it's rooted in slow patience methodical consistency all of those things like you will just outlast everybody because of stamina mm. and patience and yeah, people will people value that. It's loyalty too. Mm. Yeah. I mean that's I mean that's again, any advice you give your younger self is just do it, stay the course, outlast everybody. And stop complaining. And oh, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm I like I'm so good at that though. That that's that's your uh, Marie Kondo, it brings you joy. Yeah, I'm not getting rid of that. I like complaining. <laughs> that's true. I spend a lot of time complaining to you. Come on. So something that I have struggled with and mm. when we met, um, I was animate about it. I, I be, I basically beat you over the head with it. Um, and maybe you did it to, to some degree. Uh, but I, I have learned that you, you need to track your spending. I have not been able to be, functional or, or just things did not work when I took my eye off the ball. Like money's coming in. I don't need to look at that. You know, your paycheck comes great. You know exactly how much that is, but what did you spend? Like how much of those hours that you yeah. were at work did you blow on blow <laughs> or whatever? Oh, right. Whatever, whatever you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, um, so, so mint, personal capital, yeah. both free tools, you know, different approaches like, mm -hmm. oh my God, you, you have to use them. So I will, I will agree with you with a caveat, mm. at least in my personal view, I don't budget every dollar, but I'll be damned if I don't know what the fuck is going on. Mm. I know what's going on. I used to never know. I used to, I used to avoid looking at my bank account in fear that there just wouldn't be money in there or it would be negative again and I'd owe $35 overdraft fee. And so I would just avoid it. And so I now, you know, obviously it's painful. It's super painful when you are in a death spiral of debt or whatever to look at your finances. I understand. I deal with that when I have to when I force myself to get on that stupid scale every morning, <laughs> it's, it's stupid. Cause mm. some days I'm up, some days I'm down mm. and I'm like, the days that I'm down, I feel great. The days that I'm up, I'm like, God damn it. I, <laughs> what did I, what did I eat yesterday? Too much salt. What the hell's going on? It's, but I still have to do it mm. because it's tracking. And, 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 and what is that? What's that? What's that? Uh, what gets measured gets managed. Yeah. And that's it. I don't, you know, meticulously look track every tiny little dollar. But, with, but I think have, I have things that do it for me. But right, like I don't, Mint don't will automatically, yeah. based on what you did before, do the same thing again. So like Starbucks sure. is coffee; it knows that, and it might it even know that. that before you get there. Whatever. What I have found with budgets, and and it's like perhaps like whatever knocks you off the horse, you know, like whatever kind of breaks it for you. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't not everything for everybody, but you have to fix yeah. that so that you keep like looking at it. 
and we'd blow budgets every month, you know, yeah. because yeah. we budgeted $500 for groceries and we spent $520. And there's mm -hmm. like this militaristic point. And you, and you may need to, in the beginning, be militaristic so that yeah. you could actually cover your stuff. But once you don't have to be, you know, perhaps you're you're focusing on the top level number of what you're spending. Like I won't spend more than $3,000 this month, you know, mm -hmm. and what comes out of one category goes to another. And it's just more, I think like I you said, the op eyeing it. Yeah, I found, I found it the opposite. I found it like I, I tried not to be too militaristic in the beginning because I knew that by overdoing it it's like you're you know you're 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 not being you're trying to be a hundred percent better overnight right? right you're trying to oh i'm gonna be better with my money so starting tomorrow i'm going to track every fucking cent that comes in and out of my bank account and within two days it's you exhausting stop doing it completely yeah you just or you completely give up mm. versus tomorrow i'm just gonna set up mint yeah and and then just i'm gonna check it once a week if if, if, if that and then you slowly and just you categorize get, things don't, right. don't even if, budget like just no. categorize it and you know you could tack something else on in a week maybe yeah. and as you go go through it you progress you know, you kind of want to do it you start to like enjoy it you're like oh i kind of like this i'm going to go in and do it more and more often and obviously as you start making more things start to look as a net positive and so it gets a lot more fun you know they they both mint and personal capital have um your your uh, total net worth as a prominent number in there. And that's yeah. basically like all the things you own that's minus all of your debt. And then yep. this is what you're worth. And as you start tracking, you see this number and it may not be a number that makes you happy, but if you make better decisions, it goes up and you mm -hmm. can start to get excited and celebrate these small wins that have eventually balloon. Like uh, my, a good friend of mine, who is my age. So he's, he's been working over 10 years. And mm -hmm. uh, last year he had his reaching zero party. His net worth was wow. $0 because him and his wife had a ton of student loans and whatever, yeah. but it's like marching towards that. And then you hit the, he hit the milestone and he was like thrilled. It was a big deal. And now they're, they're worth more than zero. And then right, that's exciting to grow. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I think too, like it's, I, are you using personal capital? Uh, so I, I use both. I don't like how Mint both. does investments. So yeah, so I'm I've been using uh, personal capital, and I do I look at it probably every three or four days. Mm. You know, per, uh, usually like after I have it like an, a, a dump into Mint or, or uh, sorry, like a um, an investment in a Betterment, or I you know shift money around from one account to another, like a savings account or something. I'll look at it, but I find as the analogy continues, like I step on the scale and I have one of those good days where like I've lost the weight from the day before, like that, that moment, I'm like the, it carries through the rest of my day mm. where I'm probably going to make healthier choices that day. Whereas if I, you know, get on the scale and I'm like, ah, whatever fucking donuts, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Two burritos. Yeah. <laughs> what? How, how many burritos, sir? I said two. <laughs> Keep your ears open, idiot. All the bacon and eggs you have. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 important to do it. You will. It will. It's I. I you know. But yeah, that I would give myself the same advice. Open your checking account. Keep an eye on things, man. Hmm. And look, that was back then that we didn't have mint. 
We didn't have like this automated. No, my, my parents like, would like true up a checkbook. You know, they write yeah. checks and they fill it in the columns and stuff. Yeah. Like you had to work so much harder back then. So much now to be the good computer does it for you. Just let it. Yeah. So you don't have an excuse now. It's all automated. Mm. Anyway, um, is there anything else you think we should mention before we head out? Well, yeah. One more thing. Um, okay. Don't invest in something that you do not understand. And I mean, it, did you do this? Um, I, I have done this in the past. For example, I, I invested in Lehman Brothers because I really liked all the people and they paid me a check every whatever. I didn't understand the business. And yep. so um, needless to say, I lost that money. And I did the same thing with Sirius XM Radio. <laughs> right. And, and you know, uh, there are people who buy rental properties with no numbers. They're not running numbers, but they're like, I know what a house is worth. Yeah, and, you I, know, I got this gut feeling that we're going to have a good market. Yeah, and that, that kitchen's nice. Like, if you don't understand it, you can't invest it. Like, you will not succeed. And so, yep. um, and and if you are not willing, so so if it's something like a rental property and it just sounds like a pain in the ass to figure it out, then just don't invest in rental properties. And there are tools yeah. like Betterment or Fundrise or whatever that will literally automate this stuff for you. So, yes, which is what I do because keep it simple, stupid. Right, like is one of my. If you don't understand how Bitcoin works, don't <laughs> invest in it. And yeah, just because is it going to have barber- a comeback? Still no. Yep. Don't invest in it. <laughs> You're, yeah. Ugh. God. The amount of people who asked me about Bitcoin when that when that whole thing was happening. Oh my God. We, there was so much interest in the emails you were getting, yeah. and people save your money. People would email us a money matter, or they would subscribe to our mailing list and send it like an email to confirm your email list. And we would yeah. get auto responders from like Bitfender or something, Oof. where like you had to click on a link to generate Bitcoin so you get on their white list. So they would, you know, but this is like God. what people have for their normal emails. Imagine you emailing me and it didn't get to me unless you generated like one one millionth of a Bitcoin for me. Yikes. Yeah. Anyways, uh, if you missed anything, we'll have everything in the show notes. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. We've talked about a few things here and uh, you can go to your preferred podcast app or visit listenmoneymatters.com slash show. Mm. Everything will be there. Please subscribe wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And I say that every single week, but please do that. Um, Tell your friends about us. If you love them, you will point them in our direction. If you want them to get better with money. And you do. Help help a friend. Mm. Check out our back catalog. We've done, uh, I don't know how many episodes we've done together, Matt. Like easily, like close to 300. And um, we've covered so many things. Yeah. I mean, subscribe, wait for the next episode, but like go back. Yeah. Point them to your favorite episodes and hopefully they'll become a subscriber. Mm. If you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to talk about on future episodes of this show, email us, listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. It's been the email address since day one. Send us an email. All the tools and resources that we normally mention on the show are all available at the listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox. Personal Capital is on there. Mint is on there. Personal Capital, Mint's on there. Better Mint's on there. What else did you mention? It literally, that page is what allows me to be at a standing desk yelling at Matt. See? (laughs) If it wasn't for the toolbox. Anyway. All right, man. That's it. Later, Andrew. Later, dude.
please tell your friends about this show. <laughs> Thank you.